Hello and welcome to Full Metal Analysts, a podcast where free writers analyze each and every episode of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I'm Michelle. I'm Arthur. And I'm Michael. And today we have a very special episode. As you all know, October 3rd is a very important date in the world of Full Metal Alchemist. We've recently finished the first quote-unquote season of Full Metal Alchemist, and we decided why not do a best-of compilation of the past 14 episodes? If you're a regular listener, this is our way of saying thanks for joining us on this crazy ride. But if you're someone who's been thinking of listening to the podcast but can't find the time to listen to 14 episodes just to catch up, this is our way of doing that work for you. Yeah, especially if you're watching Full Metal Alchemist along with us. We really want to get as many people as possible into this wonderful, wonderful show. But before we start our best of, there's one thing we have to do first. That's right, usually we start our podcast with an improvised 21 second recap of what happened in the episode we just watched. This time we're going to do just that, but for the past 14 episodes. Except, yes, there's more. This will be a tag team recap. Each of us will have 21 seconds as we try to recap everything that happened in the show so far. Once one person's 21 seconds ends, it moves on to the next person. And so we basically have 63 seconds. Oh my oh, god. Man. I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> yes, you can. Let's roll the dice and decide the order. <laughs> this is my nightmare. <laughs> so the order will be Michelle, Mike, then Arthur. And I'll start the timer. Once 21 seconds end, I'll stop and I'll pass it off to Mike. Let's get it started in three, two, one. Edward Elric is a guy and he has a brother called Alphonse Eric and they made human transmutation, which is a type of alchemy, which means that they tried to bring their mother back. But what happened is that Edward lost his arm and his leg and Alphonse lost his body. But Edward managed to tie Alphonse's souls to an armor and now they're searching for a thing called Philosopher's Stone because they wanted to get their bodies back. And uh, 21 seconds. Mike, you ready? Uh-huh. Go. So um, Ed becomes a state alchemist and uh, he has to go back home for a little bit. And there's like some some sorrowful tales that they tell. And then they go to Central and in Central, they accidentally they, they come across this guy who turns his daughter into a monster. And then there's this guy hunting them named Scar. And he's mad because all the former state alchemists committed horrible war crimes in Ishvala. <laughs> oh, my God. I have a lot to do. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Arthur. Okay. Your turn. You ready? All right. Go. Then Ed and Elle find Dr. Marco, and he tells him the secret of the Philosopher's Stone, which is actually the Philosopher's Stones are made with people. Oh, no. And then Ed and Al go to a automail place, and they see a baby, and then they decide to find their old teacher to for help, and it turns out that she also committed human transmutation, and she fires them as her students, but now they can talk to each other as equals, and then they meet Greed, who's homunculus. The end. Yeah, that's about it. That's about it, yeah. <laughs> I can't think of it. I think we got everything, pretty much everything. We forgot Lior and the father of Carnello. Uh, who cares about that? <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it won't be important later. It really won't. It won't? I don't know, will it? Hmm. Now that you're all caught up, enjoy the best off. We're going to be skipping from episode to episode, so every time you hear this sound... Full Metal Alchemist. It's to mark that we skip to a different episode. Enjoy! In terms of the story of the series, it also sets everything up. There is that hint that there's a greater conspiracy at play here. The Freezy Alchemist is like, if you knew what's going on, do you know what this country really does? And I'm like, tell him. Tell him. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, that was interesting because the Freezing Alchemist in the subversion says something like, you guys don't understand the shape that this country is in. 
Mm -hmm. which I'm realizing now, having watched the whole show, is like a major... It's in the shape of a summoning circle or a weird alchemy circle. Dude. (laughs) Oh, wow. Mike, you're good. (laughs) Well, you know what? Well, the city was. I thought that was very cool. I mean, I like... Yeah. Full Metal Alchemist. God... God is such a little stinker in the <laughs> show. What a, God is such a like little bastard. He felt to me like, of course he's going to say he's, or it's, or what's, it's, of course this thing is going to think, say it's God. You know what I mean? Like, right. whether it is or not, it's almost, I hope it's <laughs> telling the truth because that's what he's so scarier. like, he's so like, <laughs> He's like, oh, thanks for noticing me. I've just been sitting here waiting for your leg. (laughs) You know, it's lucky that they had a suit of armor just kind of around. It could have been anything. Right? Like, it could have been like a tea kettle. (laughs) It could have been a bicycle. (laughs) (laughs) Like, a bike wheels up. (laughs) Like, the leg after bed. Like, 21 speed alchemist. (laughs) Right. And then people are like, oh, if it isn't the full metal, the full pedal alchemist. (laughs) Yeah, that's so better. so much better. (laughs) Everyone has a little motivation. Everyone has a backstory. Everybody you care about, everyone is humanized, except the fear. (laughs) He's a homunculus. That's your guess. That's your guess. We're officially recording it here. (laughs) What do we get to do if you're wrong? Mike has to eat a bug. (laughs) All right, deal. I'll eat a bug if I'm wrong. Full Metal Alchemist. Like, just as he's sort of playing at being a priest, he's also kind of playing at being evil, too. He's, like, so easily defeated. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's like... (laughs) They trick him into making... (laughs) into admitting what's going on. That that trope annoys me so much. Oh, guess what? Guess what was in my pocket the whole time? It was Alchemist's cell phone recording you. Right. Do you guys remember when Coco ended that way? Yeah. <laughs> oh like, yeah. Well, I mean, there's so many Pixar movies that end that way. I mean, it's, it's a very common trope. Yeah. But and we know it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work because we got Trump saying all sorts of shit. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and, and it, it doesn't work. Trump. <laughs> uh, Rose. Here's the thing. In the 2003 anime, she's black. Interesting. So I'm like, why the fuck is she not black in this one? Well, what is she in, yeah, I don't know. In the manga, what is she, I wonder? The manga, she's black and white. What? I mean, okay, well. <laughs> That's funny. That's good. Okay, all right. <laughs> you, need a, you need a stinger to play right there. What, like, where's, the, where's the drum? But, um, <laughs> the, the snare roll, yeah. Don't, don't worry, Michelle will add it. Yeah. <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, uh, here, I'll, I'll read it out loud. Because part of it is he's trying to figure out what the alchemist's anguish was. <laughs> So, uh, okay, here we go. What the fuck is this about? This guy just made a thing that just wanted to die. Is that the alchemist's anguish? <laughs> like he made an animal too smart and messed up? Greyhound goes, he actually was. I don't trust this sewing life, alchemist. You can never see his eyes. This little girl is too good for him. Oh man, I, I hope Al rescues her from this guy. <laughs> They're totally going to realize this girl should go stay with their grandma or something. (laughs) That's so sad. (laughs) Because the dad's going to turn this dog into something. (laughs) Yeah, just a dog. And then I think think about seven minutes later, huh, maybe he's not so bad. (laughs) And another five minutes pass, 
what the hell is this episode about? <laughs> and then right after that... Oh! Oh, no! 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 <laughs> So I guess the question, I mean, the question we have to open this with is, Mike, what did you think of the episode I mean, of Anachronist Anguish? I think it was a great episode. You can see that it completely played me like a fiddle. Full Metal Alchemist. Language is fine. Wait! Holy shit! I just discovered this in my mind. With my brain, I realized that if these guys were behind the... Of course, obviously, we already knew. Wait, so... All right. I probably should have already been able to figure this out. This is not a big revelation, but that fake alchemist stone was given to that priest by these guys, this hom homuncula. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that must mean something. All right, that's oh. all I've got. Full <laughs> <laughs> go. metal alchemist. So like he's a state alchemist, but he's only a child is kind of the main thematic driving force behind this episode. And it's almost split into two halves where it's like a state alchemist, but also a child. Huh. And the way it's uh, structured and paced sort of reflects that. It's very much a sort of two, two very different halves. Despite their best efforts, they do have a place to come back to. Burning down the house is this tragic metaphor and them trying to give themselves this drive. There is this simultaneous relief in having a home and having these people who care about them to come back to and their fear that that will make them complacent or them not wanting to get too comfortable while they're back there visiting right. and being antsy and wanting to leave. Important check. Luss is here. She's got a cool fur coat. She is wearing a fur coat. I wanted to point that out. It's like... She is. Yeah, is it cold? No one else is wearing a coat. I mean, it's, it's because of her cold, icy demeanor. But you think you don't think she walked there, do you? You you do gotta wonder how she gets places, right? I'm so curious because <laughs> most of the time she's just kind of there waiting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, like that's a scene that I do. I don't even want to see that scene. Like you know? she's like behind them, like on the train, like paper in front of her just face, doing Sudoku in the newspaper. Yeah. She's wearing a mustache. Full Metal Alchemist. But if you were to read Kepler's work, somewhere in there is like, oh, by the way, the Earth orbits an ellipse. <laughs> 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 Among like a bunch of like. On its know, way through the house of the hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, stuff about like uh, how like Venus pulls on the melancholic humors and stuff. <laughs> it was like an early attempt at, at just trying to understand why things do things. Except, except instead of being like, let's follow the scientific method, they were like, what if? I'm pretty sure I know why this is doing this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, right. Good idea, guys. Let me just pitch something real quick. What yeah, if? Me... <laughs> I can turn regular stones into gold. I, I bet. <laughs> I did enough... it once. I did it once. Here's the gold that I did it to. Yeah, with, with enough time and, and money, my queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you send me enough gold, I might be able to produce some. It reminds me of the kind of insane rules that you often get in these kinds of animes where it's like if you ever try to watch an episode of jojo and try to track their logic it doesn't make sense it's like <laughs> oh i can like oh what have you done i froze their blood how well i can freeze uh <laughs> pee and froze the blood logically i can freeze their blood no, no actually no, 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 no. i think you're really 
you're really like onto something there because the fictional magic systems that we have, like every other fantasy novel has its own like rules and system of magic, but these alchemist guys of history were the first guys to do that. Yeah. To just like they wrote the first magic I system. Just, they just like made up rules for magic. And like a lot of it was like, you know, secret codes and if only you could understand it, you could unlock it, you know. They were the and first like, fanboys. Right. And like <laughs> if you didn't unlock it, then it just means that you didn't understand it well enough. Full metal alchemist. I know I know we're kind of skipping ahead a little bit on the topic of the 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 Slicer brothers. But I just can't help but laugh when he was like, all right, you beat me. I'll tell you everything you need to know. But first, let me slowly begin telling you all that you need to know. <laughs> it felt like a, a D&D moment where you roll a 20 and the DM doesn't want to tell you anything. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I naively ask, is, is uh, what's his name? Barry the Chopper, right? Of course Did, not. I, I don't know. I don't know anything anymore. <laughs> My, come on. It's such a, like, Ed just walked in one day like, guys, real quick. This guy, this armor right now is my brother. All right? All right, everyone? <laughs> Winry, don't fuck this up. <laughs> I know you got, I know, I know you're bad at keeping secrets, so. Yeah, that's terrible. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> we should say, never underestimate an empty suit of armor when death is on the line. <laughs> uh, Mike, Mike, Mike. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something like never fall for a Jedi mind trick and then I was gonna be like but Mike you're just a memory you're not real no I'm Arthur real created you. No, if I'm... you're real you should like kill yourself and if you die you're real if not you no, are just I, fake I'm real Carna you've heard of me right you've, we've hung it we had class together you know me I just there's just like gaps between you guys speaking where there's silence I don't know if <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's some issue with the audio you know, or I could I could actually do that. I could just <laughs> remove us and it would sound like Mike is talking to himself. <laughs> Full metal alchemist. All of those chibi moments are possible because they have bodies, right? The the thing that the one thing that Al doesn't have that makes him question his entire existence. Oh my god, that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa! <laughs> uh, there's that gag when Winry is super sad and she thinks she's the one who put Ed on the hospital because she of her chip. She is. She, a- well, she did put Ed in, in the hospital, kind of. She, uh, yeah. And then she charges him full price for her neglect. That is criminal. It's not. She reporting did. her to the Better Business Bureau. <laughs> Look. <laughs> And Maybe. so there's this like this over overall function of how society works and exchanging of goods and repairing and such. But it just so happens to also be her childhood friend. And maybe she has feelings with for him. He's kind of the boy next door situation. They've always like known each other and he always needs her and she never wants to not be needed. I don't know. Yeah, we do live in a society. <laughs> Sorry. <I just laughs> <that's all. laughs> You know how they say like every everything gets one, like they get one cheat, they get one easy way out, they get one thing they don't have to explain. They were just like auto mail. We're gonna make an entire magic system. You're gonna accept the fact that we have fully working metal arms because yeah. auto mail. And they just yeah. called it a Tuesday. It is. Yeah. It is like 
just so far beyond any other technology they have. <laughs> it's like in that weird space, right? Because with the, like with the technology in general, because like they have trains and guns, but like their guns have magazines. It's not like they have. It's not like they're loading muskets or a revolver. That's like true. they're just like unloading clips, and they have assault rifles and I mean it's like Naruto with like fucking uh, communication ear devices yeah like, <laughs> out of just, nowhere out but of they don't have TVs full metal alchemist every single one of these characters except for maybe Anna now are war criminals <laughs> they they are war criminals but Roy is at least a uh, are you going to say a good know. war criminal <laughs> no I'm going to say he's a war criminal who's very sorry <laughs> <laughs> he's repentant he wants to you know be a better leader than the leader who made this happen right yeah he does you know we all make mis- mistakes I, I guess yeah sometimes we <laughs> commit, the, <laughs> commit a genocide, genocide or two you ever burned yeah. a whole city <laughs> <laughs> just the whole thing only half yeah and I said I was sorry about that <laughs> yeah, well let's yeah you're a good guy guys there's yeah. a black character in the show. Did you oh see yeah, him? I did. I totally saw him. I was like, "Huh, look at that guy." Pop the champagne. <laughs> Racism is solved. We did it. Full Metal Alchemist. There's a moment that you cannot stop noticing the song. I mean, it's the only tense music they have, and you know they use for the, oh, the show. Is it the one that goes dun dun? Yeah. Dun dun dun. Yeah. Dun dun dun. Yeah, yeah. Dun 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 So it's so repetitive because like we were watching every weekend we were reunite and watch like five to ten episodes a day and it stuck with us, you know, but uh yeah, just a tiny little thing. And then alchemy is thought to be like the power of God and transmutation and you know changing life around you, uh with you know some principles of course, but there's some elements that human life in its own can produce but alchemy does not yeah it, it, it also has to do with every single episode opens with but what could be the value of a human life right i don't know i, I skipped that human so soul our, <laughs> yes human soul. so that's the question that's posed every single episode that is a question that they did not even consider when creating the mom i mean they did have that whole like we we're gonna give a, a little bit of a, a few drops of our blood for genetic material but the soul was never taken into consideration yeah. A baby is a reminder of the thing they forgot, the obvious thing they forgot. And in a way, there's another reminder in this episode because it's the episode we learned about what's written inside the pocket watch. Right, yeah. So, so I guess that is the, the thematic connection between the baby and the pocket watch. Why why we're meant to watch this from the perspective of the bad guys? It's it's pretty interesting. It's a short ride in history in Japan or the United States or, you know, just a lot of places. You just look back at the, and see a an ugly imperial vision of um, of how of how the world works, and I think I think that's why they wanted us to see it from that perspective. You know, I think it's really smart on Hiromu's part to ostensibly take what is a story for teenagers and to put this in it. Yeah, I mean, I would you know, as far as my my predictions go, I feel like hopefully, and, and I think that we'll probably eventually see Al and Ed become very disillusioned with their government. Pickpocketing's bad. I never really thought about it before. <laughs> <laughs> but Winry explained it really well. So. Pickpocketing is good, actually. And <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. make a good point. Yeah, that's all. Actually, you know what? Pickpocketing is good. 
Huh. When you really think about it, though, pickpocketing is good. <laughs> it does sound fun. Full Metal Alchemist. Can you guys do a, a Werewolves of London parody? Oh, I, you know, Camilla, I was just ruminating on that over oh, here. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Beast of Dublin. Hey, it's really funny objectively. I'll, if you don't believe me, I'll like edit together a good version as proof. I will, I will Please uh, do. make a stand on this hill. Don't worry. I will do so right now. I saw a chimera with an amestrous menu in his hand Walking through the streets of Dublin in the rain He was looking for a place called the Six Meat Shop Gonna get a big dish of beef chow mein I didn't have to translate that lyric Awoo, beast of Dublin Awoo, something, I, I don't know the song Sweet home Alabama. Full Metal Alchemist. The Snake Lady's pretty cool. I mean, she did, all things considered, she could have killed Al in that moment by just rubbing the back, like the seal. Oh, I was, I was like, don't lean back. Don't lean. Can you imagine? Yeah, she was, was like, like, man, I'm tired. And then you just see <laughs> Al dying. <laughs> oh, no. He just I thought about that, yeah. She got super close. Yeah, it's like that could have been the end of the Elric brothers, quote unquote. I have a small comment about Greed Shield. Oh, and I want to talk about that. He really could have come up with a better name than Ultimate yeah, Shield. Yeah, he had a long, he had 200 <laughs> years to come up with a better name than Ultimate Shield, you know? Right. He could have called Ultimate it anything, Shield. really. Yeah. My Ultimate Shield. My, my diamond skin. That was the most, like, bland fucking anime stupid. thing that has happened yeah. so Well, far. but I feel like Ultimate Shield is the kind of name you come up with when you have 200 years. That's what it's called. Yeah, I know it doesn't sound great, but we were I've been workshopping this for literally two centuries, and <laughs> Ultimate Shield is the best. Right. It, it just works. Yeah, that reminds me of that scene where, like, what do you mean you're immortal? And Greedy's like, all right, somebody smash my head in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh, you know, he was ready. He was standing behind him <laughs> with right. a hammer. Like, uh, I hope he I asks. <laughs> I hope he questions yeah, the immortal right, thing, thing because I really enjoy this part. Because <laughs> every time he brings someone over to his house, he's like, oh, check this out. Check this out. And he shoots himself in the head. And then he comes back like, right, right. I'm immortal. Great. Well, there's only like two women of the chimeras I want to say possibly tops for that possible reason, all things considered. Oh, interesting. Oh, oh come on. I mean, I'm sorry. Greed is. <laughs> yeah. Greed is. Uh, he, he is. He's going for everybody. He likes he's the men. He likes the women. Yeah. He likes the non-binaries. He likes everyone. He's definitely in all of the above. He checks all the boxes and he's like, you know what? I'm just here for a good time. Okay. <laughs> No, he's like the that see that joke in Austin Powers is like sex, yes, please. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. And it's like that's why you love Green has... because he wants it all all the time. He probably has a shocking I would watch the show if Green were more like Austin Powers <laughs> disgusting browser history. Check this out, baby. <laughs> the name's Green, baby. I want a little of everything. <laughs> he kind of plays like the Austin Powers at times of the series. I, I'd say yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. He's definitely Austin Powers for sure. Do I make you greedy, baby? <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist. The fear shows up <laughs> out of nowhere, and I feel like there wasn't even an attempt to explain what he was doing there. It was like, her, howdy, howdy, I'm here. <laughs> Which, by the way, this was yeah. also the first episode I realized he has a like a folksy foghorn leghorn accent. It's like, oh, I see, <laughs> I see. Like, oh, I see, yeah. I see. I, Edward Elric, what are you doing here? 
I wouldn't say it's quite that folksy, but he definitely yeah, yeah, has yeah. a voice that he puts on that's like, oh, you. Yeah, it blew me away that he's wrath. Yeah. Mm. Did it? Mike, you predicted this. I know I did predict it, but I sometimes I astound myself, you know, like. After <laughs> <laughs> humble. No, you know, like he's, he's wrath, but I never really, I, it's like you see it. It makes so much sense when he says it. And then his little boy at the end of the episode is all like, oh, hey, dad, blah, blah, blah. And he like turns around. He's like not happy at all. But then he turns around with a big old smile on his face. Mm. And he always looks like he's about to erupt. And then he always just smiles and winks and jumps out a window. I was curious if you have any thoughts about the fact that we learned that the being that was inside of their mother's body was Al. Whoa. I will say <laughs> that, <is> that him, <laughs> but- that's crazy. It makes sense that it would be. I, I would say that it's not canon canon, but I don't know how else to take that moment. It honestly makes a lot of sense to me. The thing that they summoned is reaching for him in its own broken, twisted way. And Interesting. Very cool. I, I'm going to slap a maybe on this. Maybe. I knew buying you that big rubber maybe stamp would pay off. <laughs> One of the problems is that um, people think of this as a very, very hard magic system. And in a lot of ways it is because it does have very clear, strict rules. But there is an emotional element to it that I think doesn't get discussed a whole lot. I can't really talk about it too much because spoilers. I like those henchmen. I like those uh, all those homunculi who die. They're, they're, they're not homunculi. They're chimeras, no, Arthur. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, now we're going to bring out the giant fake fan stamp. Boom. Fake fan. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, How dare. You know, and he's, you know, he's so bad because he just wants everything. He covets everything, he, you know, but he, he made like a bunch of cool friends in a clubhouse. He made a little life for himself. He made, <laughs> he made a clubhouse and he put up a sign saying, no envy allowed. And it just gets to envy yeah. saying, yes, I like, that bitch. <laughs> no, no whole people allowed. Full Metal Alchemist. That's going to be all for this week. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at FM Analysts. That's FM and then Analysts. Subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, guys, thanks for listening to The Best Ofs. Uh, Again, if you have a friend who you would like to hear the podcast, this would be a great episode to start them on, and then they'll be all caught up, and they can join us uh, when we dive into Season 2. We're really excited to do it, and see you next week. Yeah, please reach out to us. We really want to argue with you in a in a positive way in a positive way yes yeah in a positive way <laughs> like i said see you next week everyone bye-bye oh and drink your milk and remember we love you like a cousin <laughs> <laughs> appropriately Once the episode was over, Arthur had a request for Michelle. Oh, oh, wait, I wanted to edit this in later. Um, the name of the episode is Darmok. Oh, That's great. That's the Star Trek episode. So you can, okay. like, hear it. What Arthur didn't know was that Michelle had edited out the whole conversation hours ago. Add that in if you want. That's great. I will add that in. He never did. On the next Full Metal Analysts. Michelle spends an hour failing to do a Ron Howard voice for a joke only five people will get.
And Arthur says a no-no word. Yeah. Wait, no. no. Don't. Oh my god, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Please. Oh my god. <laughs>